It's time for a Shway Media Podcast. Tonight, it's the 4th of July, which means it's America's birthday and my birthday. And we'll be celebrating like it's 1776 by getting blackout drunk off pirate rum, throwing some tea into a harbor, and starting a revolution. Except this revolution will start at an Arby's in Baton Rouge. Is it the one off Lobdale or the one off Rushing? Find out tonight on America the Podcast! Back. Hello, America. It's America, the podcast. Well, I mean, that was a year ago. A lot can change in a year. Last year, nobody was into Nazis. Now, half the country seems to be into Nazis. Last year, I was a Republican. Now, I'm not. Yeah, but you're still kind of a prick. Just because I still find the pores gross doesn't make me a prick. What are you talking about? Yes, it does. Well, tomato potato. Irregardless, you can just consider me a defector then. Because America is going to need all the help it can get if it's going to survive the next few years. Well, I mean, can it be saved? Can do, Are we gonna survive this? Of course! We haven't gotten full Gilead yet. We're still in the, uh, early Sons of Jacob stage, as it were. Dangerous as it may be, and considering the amount of caution that we do indeed need to take, we are fine. We just need to take the political equivalent of a Z-Pack, and we'll be better in no time. It's simple. Well, if it's so simple, then what would a political Z-Pack be? Also, we're not sponsored by whoever the hell makes Z-Pack. No, we are not. We don't need that big pharma money, those peasants. But to answer your question, the political equivalent of a Z-Pack would be, well, I guess to get the upwards of 100 million people that didn't vote in the 2016 election to, well, vote. Voting and voicing your opinion is your God-given right, people. And me given right, considering I am the embodiment of America. Right. Um, well, how's your, uh... Write-in campaign to unseat Ted Cruz going. Well, Beto O'Rourke is making waves, trying his goddamnedest to, you know, inch forward in the polls and rally people and, you know, get people to know his name and to know what he stands for. No, man, I'm talking about your campaign, your write-in campaign, your Senate run. Are you, wait, are, are you campaigning for Beto O'Rourke? I mean, I'm not, I'm not complaining if you are, but... I thought you were running for Senate. Uh, uh, well, uh, of course I am. Thebadias A. Stard of the New England Stards. I am running for Texas Senate. I will hold your Texas uh, values in my hand and uh, give your Republican conscience uh, a Republican to vote for. Or something of the sort. Mm, right. I think you're lying to me. No, oh, pish posh. Name me one time that I've lied to you. Well, Don't answer that. All right. Is this going on the internet? <laughs> um, no. All right. Well, all right. Listen, I am running a write-in campaign, but I am only doing so to help Beto O'Rourke win against Ted Cruz. Why would you do that? You have the fiscal capital to run this campaign you have the political background you've got friends you could probably unseat him yourself so you're telling me you want another rich white billionaire in the senate uh i see your point okay 
I mean, eventually, yes, we will get back to the norms of putting billionaires in power, but right now we've kind of, uh, overstayed our welcome, if you will. Besides, Beto's got the best chance of beating that worm-filled human pus and poop-eater gross man Ted Cruz. I'm simply just trying to take all the good-hearted Republican votes away from him. Yeah, but realistically, Beto O'Rourke still has a mediocre chance of winning, even if you do manage to take a few votes away from Ted. So I guess, original question, do you actually have hope that, like, even if Beto realistically, again, doesn't win, can we turn this around? I mean, like, I know you said don't worry because we're, you know, not in pre-Gilead stage or whatever it is, but I mean, Justice Kennedy retiring and every single other thing going on, all the Supreme Court decisions, like, is there actually hope for this to actually get out of this quasi-Nazi Sons of Jacob thing we're in right now? Hmm. Should you be worried about the fact that another Republican is going to be on the Supreme Court and things are going a little south right now, both metaphorically and literally, yes, you should be worried about that. You should be worried that the next 40 years of the Supreme Court will lean conservative. However, you can curb that worry and alleviate it by going out and taking action, by voting. Vote in your local elections, your federal elections, know who your attorney generals are, Vote in every single election that matters, which is every single one of them. Because voicing your opinion and casting your vote is the only thing that stands between you and tyranny. And don't just vote. Go to the marches. Call your representatives, your local, your federals, your mayors, your governors, anybody with a phone number, and let them know what you want from them. Because letting them know that with your vote and your voice is the only way your representatives will know that you want America to look like something that is not reminiscent of Nazi Germany and Italy. The Mussolini one, not the cool one with, like, the Vespas and everything. Irregardless, corruption of our political officials aside, this is who we are right now. This is what we look like. We look like a bunch of goddamn Nazi sympathizers that would rather put children seeking sanctuary into cages rather than giving them food, shelter, and warmth, and welcoming them into this country with open arms. Our inaction to curb this is the definition of complacency. And any one of you Trump supporters out there who are still with him at this point, and consider yourself a Christian, a God-fearing, child-loving Christian, let it be known that at my dinner with Jesus tomorrow night, I will be telling him about this and having you excommunicated from the church. I am sure he's aware of this already, but I just thought you all should know. Wait, you know Jesus? Of course! All demigods know each other. Huh. Well, that is handy to know that. Um, okay, well, you, so you're gonna tell him everything that's going on? Oh, absolutely. So, don't worry. The story I'm about to tell him... Well, you've heard of Sodom and Gomorrah? Yeah. Well, it'll be like that, except more peaceful because Jesus doesn't hurt anybody. Unlike his alleged followers, and uh, they're all just not going to get into heaven anymore. They say you can't lose your salvation, but uh, I'm going to make sure that every single one of them does. So, to recap, any one of you who supports a man that uh, would put children in cages, much like Adolf Hitler, if you do not change your minds and hearts and feelings by Thursday at 6.30pm, uh, probably about 6.45, me and Jesus like to get a little toasted before we um, continue on with our meal of steaks and bread. Um, yes, you have until 
Thursday, July 5th, to uh, repent, or you will be kicked out of heaven and uh, be sent to hell when you die. Ugh. So, man, all this talk about Jesus is making me hungry for bread and wine. And fish, I think. Do we have any fish? Do we have any cod? Um, what? Do we have cod? Uh, maybe. I think we got some salmon in the fridge. Is it wild caught? Mm, yeah, I think so. Do you have any bread? Uh, yeah, of course I've got some bread. Do you have any wine? Oh yeah, I've got wine. You're telling me this like I should know that you should already have wine. I have a lot of wine. Hmm, I want to drink this wine. Wait, is this for the July 4th episode? Uh, yeah. It's my birthday! Uh, yeah, it is your birthday. Do you still want to eat fish and bread? Hmm, I guess not. Um, I would like pizza and cake. Uh, okay, pizza and cake. We can do that. Good. Do you want to go to New York? We can go to Sabaros. We're not going to go to New York to go to Sabaros. Y you know you can go to Sabaros in Texas, right? Shut up. Where? There's a Sabaros in Texas? There's a Sabaros at almost every single mall in the country. Shut up. Oh my god. I love the mall. Should should we go? Get, can we get cake there? We can get a cookie cake. Even better. Wait, do we have an interview for this episode? Uh, yeah, I talked to Andrew Turner the other night and recorded our phone call. Um, is it Andrew Turner from Thinkers and Drinkers, the Hillary Clinton aide guy? Oh yes, I love Andrew. Hung out with him many times. Yeah, uh, well, that's weird. Um, but yeah, we just talked about the state of the country, and that should do fine for an interview. Perfect! We can let it play while we eat pizza. No, I mean, I'll edit it in later. Wait, you can edit things into this? Yes. Yo, oh my god, you have to show me how this works. Alright, first you start by plugging the microphone in. Well, you gotta turn the system on first. It's America, the podcast! This episode of America, the podcast is sponsored by Podbean. Are you an aspiring podcaster with something to say and need to get your message out there but don't know how to distribute your podcast? Well, might I suggest Podbean. Podbean is a great and seamless way to distribute one's podcast. And right now, if you use the offer code podbean.com backslash America the podcast, you can get your first month free. All you need to do is go to podbean.com and enter the promo code America the podcast and your first month of podcast distribution will be free. Don't believe me? Well, then go try it for yourself. I dare you. Remember, podbean.com backslash America the podcast for your first month of podcasting free. And now, back to the show. Yeah, man. So, how are things? <laughs> They're all right. How are you? Um, I'm okay. Uh, just listening to all the stuff about um, fucking Kennedy retiring. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. So we haven't talked in like a while. What I am honestly behind. Not real. Well, not behind. More. Uh, 
There's been too many goddamn things that have happened. Uh, w recap me. <laughs> what happened in the past week? Uh, women um, might lose their abortion rights. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, because Kennedy's leaving, Roe v. Wade might go away, as well as marriage equality. Uh, yes, um, marriage equality, too. I forgot people don't like those things. Union, federal unions got gutted, too. No longer required. You have to produce the union for the Supreme Court. Unions got gutted, uh, too? Federal unions, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I didn't. I missed that one. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, Kip and Cage is still orders up in 14 days. Yeah, tra uh, protests ban. at detention centers. Travel ban goes through. Yep, travel ban was approved. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, totally forgot about the concentration camps that we have and that are now listed yeah, yeah. on uh, Wikipedia as official concentration camps. Oh yeah, Ooh. that was the other thing. Um, there's, I don't remember what ruling happened, but it basically put us on a list of the ten worst. Uh, countries in the world for women to live in. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't. Uh, I don't remember what it was, but I'm like that fact that we're. I think all... it was a UN vote, but was I forget the... what it was yeah, for. Yeah, oh yeah, and then we left the UN. Yeah, we left the, we human, left the rights human, human rights council. Oh my <laughs> god, damn it! Man. Uh, there's only one good thing I can think to happen this week: Alexandria. Cortez won in oh, New yeah. York District 14. I was just listening. So that's a Democratic Socialist. I was just listening to a thing And about she'll her. win. W will she? She will win. She's up against a, like a, a guy that's out on charges, right? <laughs> like, yeah. Like yeah, he was a, he, he was he like a best in a past, And what? I think that that's won 22 points for Hillary Clinton in that district. Is so. he the guy that threatened to throw that reporter off the balcony in uh, the Senate House? I don't think so. The guy that like, said, if you I know you're like talking that, about, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll like, beat you like yeah, a boy I'll throw or you something? Little, yeah, I'll beat you like a little boy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pick you up and throw you like a little boy. Wait, okay, yeah, wait, she, was, yeah. uh, Cortez is from Long, for Long Island, right? Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. this is totally the that guy. 14th district. It's the same guy, for sure. Oh, yeah, because well, one, uh, it just—I remember thinking, yeah, it makes complete fucking sense that that guy's from Long Island. Sorry, Long Island, but you know, you know. <laughs> but God bless Cortez, uh, and hopefully she wins that. Jesus, oh my God, yeah. There's yeah. so one one shining gem. I heard something too the other day or yesterday. Somebody. Amidst of all the other bullshit things that happen in the world, that my uh, office said that Russia's planning a hack on us again, which, I mean, that didn't surprise me at all. But, like, did you hear anything about that at all? Uh, apparently, the State Department and the Intelligence, uh, not Bureau, I forget what it's called, but the network of intelligence, the head of the intelligence agency said that, yeah, they're actively trying to undermine the 2018 midterms. Right, yes. okay. Yeah, that's what I think so, it was. Yeah, uh, but I mean, we all knew that was gonna happen. <laughs> He's not gonna stop. He won last time. No, yeah, it's like, it was like got a good ROI. That looks good enough. 2016, one <laughs> and done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, 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 oh, like yeah. <laughs> yeah, until we do something about it, they're gonna keep doing it. Oh yeah. man. So. Yeah, th yeah, that makes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well. That's... Oh, 
Oklahoma legalized medical marijuana. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that, that, see, that's why I think that, one, because I keep hearing that Mitch McConnell wants to legalize hemp on a federal level, and Chuck Schumer is decriminalizing it, wants to do the same damn thing. And then, uh, then this happens in like the reddest state, so red that the ground is red mud clay stuff, <laughs> and that can't grow anything. So that's a whole other pain in the ass. But yeah. Uh, yeah, they still—they're all sinners. So yeah. Ugh, gross. I lived there for five years. It was <laughs> the worst time in my entire life. Uh, uh, but yeah. but yeah, they legalized. <laughs> Well, yeah, the place I lived is like one of the meth capitals of the world. Uh, like it's outside Edmond, Oklahoma, uh, which is kind of outside Oklahoma oh. City. Um, yeah, it was like at the in at the time it was apparently like the meth capital. I'm like that makes sense. Uh, but so yeah, the reddest one of the reddest states legalized fucking weed. That's did not. Well, I didn't even. Man, I, well, yeah, but like that's just a step away from everything else. Like California was medical, and every other state was medical for. I mean, Forever. it's still like a 20-year sentence in Oklahoma if you get caught without. Right. So it's like mm-hmm. it's still very draconian. Right. But it's 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 just it is a step in the right direction, and it's like a nice like hoorah. Do you but think that that? Oh, Schumer Schumer put forth a bill today to or yesterday to, to decriminalize weed nationwide. Yeah. And the Senate passed today a bill to decriminalize hemp. The See, and there the you go. That's it. and that's so. what Mitch McConnell so I was mentioning earlier. That Mitch McConnell was wanting to do that exact thing, like he wants to legalize hemp on it, which never has made sense to me. Why Republicans don't want uh, to legalize hemp? It's just so, there's mu- so much money, so much money. Uh, I mean, it makes sense like, to me. The paper mill industry stopped them in the fifties and sixties. Twenty billion and, and, dollars just down the drain, right into the black market, like every single yeah. year, every year, not just a. It's like. Every year, <laughs> we lose out on it's, all that revenue because some fucking like drug kingpin and the DEA have allowed this just to go on for forever. Yeah, I mean it's it, it, it's a it's an industrial complex, yes. you know, like it's a prison industrial complex, yeah. and it's a oh, it's sure. a way that a lot of cities pay for their for their cop cars and their their new shiny stuff. You can't you yeah. can't have a new park unless you, you ticket people that aren't from out of town and you charge people hundreds of dollars for some fucking pot. You know? Yeah, it's such a crazy thing. But what makes me think too that um, why this will just what then what they're legalizing it medically, yes, but it will probably only just stay just medically for maybe a couple more years after that. Seeing they're trying to decriminalize it and legalize hemp. So I mean, it's it's it's, it's baby steps, right? Like, yeah. well, I mean, because I, I you don't want to put a number on it because you have on one spectrum, you have like still there are plenty of old older people, yeah, who think that it's a gateway drug and for sure. And in there, ten years, there's, there's, they're gone. Yeah. And sure. like, but there's also there's a big industry around imprisoning young black men uh, in prison, sure, for misdemeanor, you know, crimes like this, crimes that shouldn't be crimes at all. But also, you, on the other side, you have John Boehner, of course, now. Hypothetically. Yeah, right. He's voted multiple times to make Piece sense of shit. worse for people. But he's now lobbying for the, you know, big marijuana. Yeah, doesn't he industry. literally, like, inv- have investment in a company or something? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah he, no, he, he bought into something. Or he's, like, a, on the board. The, yeah, he's on the board as their legislative, like, consultant, which That's means insane. lobbyist. Yeah, 
Yeah, right. for the biggest marijuana company in the United States. That's and insane. He walks around with a pot leaf on his lapel pin now. And wow. Well, well, partially responsible for millions, if not yeah. tens of millions of people going to jail for the same fucking thing that he's trying to sell and be a capitalist, you know? Yeah. Do you, do you think that, the, like... Republicans might have finally figured out that weed is more profitable than a prison. Like, and if all those people that aren't in prison anymore, say they get released, that's more people that will still be buying marijuana. Like, because I would, after I got out of prison and I was pissed off all the time, but then on top of the, what, 60% of the country that allegedly smokes weed, like whether a public about yeah, it or not, it's definitely I mean, more than that. 50%, it's yeah, 90 or was it 60% it. of old <laughs> people over the age of 50? Um, it's, or it's, yeah, it's gone from 30% of old people to uh, 60% of old people have said that they like are super chill about it now. And, and I mean, like they're openly, I'll, I'll be in a nursing home playing D and D and smoking a bowl. I have no doubt. Right. But. Or uh, using I mean, some other crazy form of vape weed, or who knows what we're going to come up with when it's finally legal and they yeah. can actually do crazier things, like that movie uh, yeah, Gringo. Or, or doing some, you know, liquid cannabis. But who yeah. knows what it'll be. Who knows? I, but, uh, yeah, but I, I think that weed is Republicans have, have lost their moral high ground on this as a political For sure. issue, because most people don't believe in the war on drugs anymore. So because of that, they realize that the political tide is turning, mm-hmm. and why not make some cash <laughs> while they do it, you know? But I think that they never really cared about weed. They cared about no, of course not. Race and some making the money off arresting people for crazy yeah. sons of bitches like Jeff Sessions probably cared yeah. about it. But like, I mean, there are definitely yeah. people that like. I mean, I, I mean, myself to go, used to be uh, very against it, and at. Definitely did a 180 yeah, there, and uh, I, did, I, I do remember that. Yeah, like every, <laughs> like even my family, like was, uh, you know, was against uh, shit like that. Like people change over time. Like uh, obviously, this isn't. Well, there were I'm a lot not, of yeah. lies about it too. We were dude for up, real. You know, like that's the thing, whenever you smoked a bowl a couple of times and and you get over the anxiety of it, you all of a sudden you realize, oh, this isn't anything. <laughs> yeah. Was. Right. So, <laughs> I, it was just a, when I, uh, it's a um, long time ago, uh, when I smoked weed for the first time, my brother asked me about it. Uh, he's like, so when you like get high, like, what do you, what do you do? Like, like I, I understand the context of the question. Like, are you saying like, am I doing a reefer madness where like we, the marijuana Mexican jazz cigarette makes you rob white women and uh have your way with their petticoats or whatever i don't know what they said that and i was like no i play guitar and watch futurama yeah exactly like ooh, the jazz weed you know that right jazz cigarette is so fast that you'll bleed from your fingers it'll make you rape white women yeah exactly yeah Jazz cigarette was always yeah. my favorite term for that. I just like I don't know if that's a bad term. Dude, it might be. I know it's such an awesome. I feel like I'd be a lot cooler if I said I smoked jazz. Yeah, dude, I swear to God, if there's not a brand called Jazz Cigarette when it's fully legal, I will. Oh, I'll be so mad. <laughs> like that is write such that a missed down. opportunity. You yeah. Oh Oh, man. Is 100%. I, I'm going to check the trademark registry after this because I've got the money to trademark that right now. <laughs> uh, but 
No, so uh, back to non-weed things, I guess. Just like um, so. Back to, back to sad times. Back to, back to the sad times that we're all gonna probably need a lot of weed for. Um, yeah. So, like, Kennedy retired. Like, do you think that they could actually get a nominee through before? the midterm is that well i guess not even before the midterm so it do the 21st of january or whatever the fucking day is that everybody gets sworn in and can go to work it's say oh, hypoth- it must, like definitely they will you think yeah. oh man i i think do you that, think that you they'll know, go they, they got rid of they, they moderate clear austin with gorsuch yeah no no you no, don't I, think so Trump has a list he's already put out his list and is there like anybody the on that list that you know of that might be like Kennedy, basically, uh, like where he was still kind of libertarian uh, at times, because I mean he did uphold uh, uh, Affordable Care Act, um, Obamacare for all you people that are scared of Obama, uh, and um, it's is there any hope for anything like that? Give give me and anybody listening to <laughs> our phone call on Happy Fourth of July, everybody. By the way. If anybody hey, out there is listening. Happy birthday, America. Happy birthday, America. Uh, and Thebadias A. You star. Really look at a mirror and get used to your 300s because they're coming up late. <laughs> so don't fall into the whole complete empire thing. Yeah, right. Uh, that, that being said, I, I, man, I would find it very unlikely if they didn't get a justice confirmed to answer your first question. Mm. The, the only way that it wouldn't happen is if uh, Murkowski and Susan Collins of Maine and Lisa Murkowski, I forget where she's from, but mm. those two senators decided, because they are pro-choice, even though they're Republicans, they're right. the only two pro-choice members uh, in the Republican caucus. There are only hope. Yeah, if they say no, all, and then all 49 Democrats also say no, which, you know, Joe Manchin who might say yes to it because he's a pro-life Democrat and mm-hmm. he's also running on, Hey, I want to get reelected in, in deep red West Virginia. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's very likely he would vote for Trump. But it's, it's, it's unlikely that this probably guy, let's be honest, but mm-hmm. guy gal is going to, there's, get there's women on his list. I find, uh, yeah, there, I think there were three or four. Oh, yeah. And well. I, I could be wrong about that, but I know that they weren't the majority. It wasn't like 50, 50. That's right. For sure. But, oh. Like, I, I, I think it's primarily white Christian men, of course. Right, uh, well, Christian in, in, in quotations, but yes, evangelical. Yeah, uh, yeah it, evangelical. I, man, it, it looks bad. Now, here's the deal. This is what's going to happen. Likely is Roe v. Wade is going to be overturned, and quickly to reversal in gay in, in gay rights. And 33 states actually don't have protective rights for right. access to birth control and family planning. And because of that, they're going to revert back to the laws they had before Roe versus Wade was enacted. Now, I think that'll cause a huge progressive backlash. Don't get me wrong. I think the Republicans, this is something that they're digging their own grave on. Mm-hmm. Just like the election of Donald Trump, I think in the long run, is going to cause a huge liberal backlash. Or right. progressive backlash, I should say. Liberal mm-hmm. these days is a term. Progressive is progressive. Around, especially yeah. on the leftist side of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's going to be a progressive backlash to all this. But how many people are going to be hurt? How many people are going to die from botched abortions in between that? Right, how, I know. How many women are going to die? How many, just like how many kids are irreparably damaged from what's happening on the border, even though I think that these photos 
will lead to our mm-hmm. generation doing huge, massive immigration reform one day because we're yeah. going to look back and be like, we don't want this to happen again. But all the people, that's 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 kind of the, the long-term story of the Trump presidency is going to be, is what is the backlash to the short-term damage and how do we mitigate the long-term damage? Mm-hmm. Because this is just as dangerous as we all said, you know, those of us who were out there screaming our heads off in 2016, whether it was in the primaries or it was in the general, for different reasons, no matter how far left or center left you are, this is the worst case scenario, and it's already happened. Trump got elected. These things are going to happen, and we need to be prepared for it. It doesn't mean it's hopeless. It doesn't mean you should give up, but it doesn't mean we're going to have to fight for it. It doesn't mean you're going to have to organize personally on the ground. It doesn't Mm -hmm. mean you're going to have to vote in every election because your state senators and your state congressmen and women and your mayors and your city council and your ISDs and your governors are more important than ever. Right. Um, but and this and this this midterm. I know everybody says all the time, like this election is the biggest election in history. This mm-hmm. is the most important midterm election, at least of your and my life. Uh, oh, absolutely! If not, not the most important yeah, election, you know, at this point. It, now, yeah, it, the last one was this one. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, if since there you claim there's hope, um, <laughs> it like it. Supreme Court is the Supreme Court is like, mm. is there anything short of a constitutional amendment that could bring back abortion once it's gone and gay rights once they're gone? Like, right. There's uh, nothing else. I mean, Congress, you can't overturn Congress the Supreme could Court. Pass a law. Congress could pass a law that said nationally, you know, access to women's health care and abortion is legal. Mm-hmm. Uh, good luck with that. <laughs> right. But once the you Democrats know, completely control, that's more likely. But can they do right. that? Like, and this is just my own personal curiosity because I didn't bother to ever look this up. Can they can, can say Roe versus Wade is overturned and they make abortion illegal, uh, like at the mm-hmm. Supreme Court level? Then if Democrats control both houses, hypothetically, they could make a law to make put that back well, into place to. Well, I mean, that's what checks and balances are fucking supposed to be for so like, right I, I mean these, the, the supreme court overturning roe versus wade technically doesn't make abortion illegal it just makes it where it's not half it hasn't have to be legal in all mm-hmm. 50 states so yeah it's you're right congress if democrats take control of it and it's a young leftist movement and we see uh more congressmen and women uh like we saw with alexandria uh or cortez mm-hmm. get into power and we actually vote those leftist uh, progressive ideologies in positions of power, then yeah, I think you can see that easily being passed as a law. Mm. Um, I, right now, do I think the Democratic Party would actually go through with that? I don't know. I, I That's a big question mark yeah. to me, because I think a lot of women in the Democratic Party would, and I think some of the men would, but I think that there's a lot of, um, let's call them centrist Democrats, yeah. uh, nice about it, that, that, that would look at that as a political calculation, and I don't know what end, you know, some they would get to. But what I would say is it's just as likely that a Republican Congress, especially with Russian meddling, if they keep it, could vote to make abortion illegal in all 50 states, and they could do that. So if you get rid of Roe v. Wade, it's open to Congress to do whatever they like on the limbs of Congress. Mm-hmm. I think that if anything is going to spark a new constitutional convention or a new piece of legislation making it away uh, through a majority of the states, two-thirds of the states, and, mm-hmm. and going before Congress to be ratified, it would be this. Uh, not since women, uh, you know, fought for the right to vote have we really had that happen. Yeah. A real constitutional amendment from the people. And, you know, if 
51 percent of the population plus you know half the men can get it done then probably not even half the men to be honest but right it's 51 percent of the population plus however many men will join in then maybe they can get it done but i i don't want people to lose hope i don't want them to think that this is a time to despair because this is the time if ever to fight this is the mm-hmm. first to maybe second or third stage of fascism and and a lot of times when i say that people are like really like no you're a fascist like it's like no no it like literally look historically at the stages of fascism we're in like stage three or four and <laughs> and if it gets any worse you know who knows what will happen if it gets better that'll mm-hmm. be because we fought back but sitting back and and not caring or conflating the two parties is the same, even if they're both bad in different ways. One is extraordinarily worse than the other. Um, yeah. Is, is going to lead to the outcome we have now, which is Republicans will unify in power, pass horrible laws, blame it on immigrants and, and black people mm. and women and, and gay people, and some people will go along with it. Which I, it's, 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 it's scary. It's, it's scary. It, I, it's I, so I scary. I people to lose hope, but we're in a very scary place right now. Like, this is, like, the very beginning, like, there, you can um, go back and, uh, if you want, um, and read articles um, from, you know, German newspapers, if you speak or read German, and, or even English ones, talking about that Hitler's not much to worry about, and it was just kind of a... Um, slow to rise thing that we're actually because of Twitter, the internet, the fact that that's uh, orange piece of shit decides to tweet every thought in his, you know, f- fucking Diet yeah, Coke addled brain. Like, it, well, right, exactly. It's because we can actually see this happen in real time, but I mean, he the other day said that we need to suspend and uh, uh, due process by making all of the immigrants um, yeah. Uh, yeah. who have come over to just send them back without, you know, a judge. Um, that he has said several times that he doesn't think judges can be um, part, like, uh, you know, bipartisan, like, and not bipartisan, but uh, exactly. This is like, yeah. If you've ever gone to any first world or second world nation, or even what we consider third world nation, a lot of the time there are tons of immigration services, yeah. and courts, and judges that do the exact same thing we do here, even if not as a, a stricter level or as well done or as bureaucratic right. as a level or better or more intense. Do essentially what we do here, yeah. We have the most but intense I, vetting I, process in anywhere in the world. Just FYI. The thing that the the idea that it is. It's already terrifying enough to think that we can take people just based off the color of their skin mm-hmm. and, and put them through a system without due process. Now, and that's already fascistic. That's already very Nazi. Nazi <laughs> but now let's yeah. take the idea that that means that any ICE agent could pull you or I exactly. off, you know, and say, well, I think you're lying. I don't think you're a U.S. citizen. Throw our ID, you know, in the gutter, and then yep. we can get kicked out of this country to somewhere we've never been. You've effectively and turned ch- or, or started the SS. Camp. Yeah, you've effectively created and an SS. Me and, me and my mom and my brother were joking about it today. We were laughing through the tears, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But my brother was like, you know, it's almost like I like uh, ISIS becoming this secret type of police, this secret police mm-hmm. that yeah. you know goes <laughs> this around and secrets them in camps. And it's like, oh, wait, that's exactly what the fuck is happening, and that's terrifying. So all I can say is, you know, there's a huge protest. It'll be uh, over with by the time this airs, but, like, a huge protest this Saturday coming up. 
Uh, oh, yeah. The 30th, uh, at every detention center in the country, pretty much, there's uh, uh, the Women's Disobedience, which is going to be tomorrow, uh, rallying probably in Washington. Mm-hmm. You know, there's going to be continued pushback, and probably, I would hope, more and more intense pushback in, in the forms of, of marching and even riots, if need be, and, and civil disobedience. And all I can do is encourage people, while I hope that they don't break the law, um, if they need to do that, as long as they're not hurting somebody to prove their point, I get that. I think that sometimes yeah. you have to sacrifice and break unjust laws to prove your point. And this may be one of those times, or not maybe, this is one of those times. We, right. we all need to start, you know, losing papers for people if you work at ICE and INS. You need to start, you know, hiding mm-hmm. friends and family if you're worried about them getting taken away. You need to start using a VPN on your computer and oh, you know, not writing you on things down, you know, and all that kind of stuff. That, you know, not, not conferring over Facebook and that kind of stuff on your plans if you're actually trying to get a protest together. Because we are, like I said, we're on the third or fourth stage of fascism, and mm-hmm. out of out of nine, I believe, and this is there this are is nine stages. I believe, so, but I believe so. Yeah, right. I didn't uh, know that. I thought you were just I, I, making that a, up. I, no, 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 no. There's a. <laughs> oh my uh, there's, god. There's actually nine uh, stages, or nine early warning signs of fascism. Oh, okay. Uh, they're hanging up at the uh, National Holocaust Memorial at the Smithsonian. Oh, jeez. Um, but I think we hit four or five of them already out of the wow. if not more. And four or five of them, like, for sure, <laughs> like three or four, depending on your definition and how critical you are of the administration. Right. So speaking now, of putting kids in cages is a big one. <laughs> being critical of the administration, uh, <laughs> what you prompted you, I think, to text me the other day about uh, talking was uh, there's lists. They have media influencer yeah. lists, and I'm scared to find out that our name might be on that. <laughs> but uh, well, it's probably yeah, not I, at this I've point. Been on a list of the Bush Dude, right? But, um, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I kind of wear it as a badge of honor. I on myself in, in college, and uh, I think I got back that there was three or four files that I had from three or four different agencies. And just like, right. they wouldn't tell me what's in them. They're just like, we got these. I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've 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 brought the wrong books. I've been to the wrong websites, but um, oh right. You know, you got to be careful now. Mm-hmm. You got to be ca- even more careful because I'm sure right now we look like small fish. But oh, one day, for sure. That small fish, you know, is it's anybody who dissents at that point. It's some anybody who just they. I mean, I remember uh, back. I think I don't know if it was before or after the election. Um, Newt Gingrich um, was saying that maybe we need to bring back the. Uh, Office of American Affairs, I think is what it was called. The one where, uh, or anti-American affairs, or, or like they um, hunted oh, communists, okay. so like they would arrest people for saying bad things against the government or something, or they tried. They obviously that didn't take. It might now, but uh, yeah. So, well, let's, do let's you? For a little bit, with I, more right wingers. <laughs> I keep hearing this phrase go around, like. When and the same argument I'm about to state is that, you know, people keep saying this isn't who we are. Well, this is who we are. Do you? I'm I'm kind of on the fence on that. Like, because in reality, Donnie obviously didn't win the majority of the vote. 
but he also didn't win even the majority Three of the people. Right. Um, so Three million th- illegal votes. Hillary beat him by, uh, you know, 3 million votes. Uh, but then there was also the millions of people <laughs> that... Those numbers line up, huh? Right, I know. It's so crazy that... that it's stupid math, you bastard. Um, but... Uh, also, the people that voted for um, Jill Stein and um, the guy that didn't know where Aleppo was, uh, Johnson. Um, so that was, yeah. you know, Gary maybe Johnson. a yeah. third, 35 percent maybe of the country actually voted for him. So is this who we are? If everybody else said, even though, you know, I, I won't dog you for voting for Johnson, but fuck you if you voted for Jill Stein. She is a Russian spy. I'll go on into that um, some other time, but <laughs> there's a picture uh, out here at a dinner I, table I, with made, yeah. Michael Flynn she and well, maybe, actually, Vladimir yeah. Putin having dinner together at a function right before the election. So <laughs> fuck you, Jill Stein. Fuck you. But Johnson, uh, I whatever. Uh, I might vote for Bill Weld well, this next time. time. Who knows? <laughs> well, to not to not alienate any of your Green Party or Libertarian Party listeners, no. uh, I, I won't speak to Johnson or Stein tonight. But I, I will say that is this um, who we are? Uh, I mean, it's who we are right now. Uh, that's what exactly. That's and that's the answer I keep hearing. Uh, it's, it's who we are it, right it, now. It's, it's 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 who we were in the 1940s when we interned Japanese in, in prison camps. Mm-hmm. It's who we were when we committed genocide against Native Americans. Now, do I think that this is? This is Americans, that this is everyone, that this is even a majority. No. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't matter. We are what we're represented by our leaders. And even if it's kind of a faux democracy, it's still partially the voters' fault that this happened. I mean, voter right. ID laws, Russia, Hillary mm-hmm. campaigning badly, people not really doing research, lack of civics class in high schools, all this contributed to it. But partially it's our fault. You know, we have to take some responsibility. That maybe if we had all given five percent more, you know, mm-hmm. it would have been different. Why but, don't yeah, people I vote? Mean, I, it's not who we are morally, but it's it's who we are right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. I know. I know. There's obviously voter ID laws, but like there are more than the people affected by voter ID laws that also can vote. What's keeping those people from it? Like, I mean, it's just it's lazy millennial white kids usually, or just lazy white people in general, is because. People of color want to yeah. go out and vote, but they are prevented from such because of these well, racist ass laws. Well, and it's a smaller proportion, but there are people of color yeah. who don't care too. Who are apathetic. Well, that's true. Apathy is a big part of it. Um, a lack of education, how important it is. You know, you may not care about politics, but your landlord does. The police yeah. cops do. You know, your boss does. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, people don't really know that. They don't know that these things do directly affect them. And I think the more privilege they have, the more willing they are to think that this doesn't affect them because more of their life hasn't changed depending on who's wearing a red tie or a blue mm-hmm. tie. So I think privilege has a lot to do with that. I think I think that people are lazy and I think that Americans are disillusioned with the process. I think since Watergate, you know, there hasn't been this scene that we used to put in our leaders, whether they yeah. were left or right, you know. Um, Watergate and McCarthy really, really damaged that and um you could argue Reagan and Clinton and yeah. even Bush and even Obama did too. And there, there's a lot there. But those are the, those are the personal reasons that I, I would like to put on all of us as personal responsibility. But the other mm-hmm. truth is we could make it ridiculously easier to vote. I, I don't understand why voting doesn't happen over multiple days. I don't understand why it's not on Saturdays. It's because Republicans change those laws every time they're in power. Yeah. 
Well, and then the they, Democrats don't get around to rechanging them. Farmers, it used to be on yes. Tuesday because farmers could then ride into the city and vote and ride back home before Friday. Mm-hmm. But there's no reason to do that anymore. Um, Oregon has gone to all delivered yep. ballots. Yep. So they're paper ballots that come in the mail. You sign off and you send it back to the Capitol and they count your vote. Why on earth we can't do that? For well, every American, it's because the Republicans they, think they'll hey, lose. I have to check these boxes and it'll get. Oh yeah, you, it's because it will hurt the Republican like, chances to win. That's you can right. call it fake news all you want, but like if you statistically, it's not even statistically. It's just there that in every state where they don't have where they have suppressive voter ID laws, they have a Republican majority controlling them at whatever level that is, yeah. and it's usually this. You know. I mean, how do we how do we as liberals? That's what pisses me off all the time is how the left always finds a way to lose whenever we are basically the majority in this country. Like there is a 45 percent of us who lean left and there's like 35 percent of people who lean right. But everyone in that 35 percent pretty much shows up to vote. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then on our side, you know, there's a lot of people who will vote for Jill Stein or Paul Mm -hmm. Gary Johnson or say it doesn't really matter or say Mm -hmm. the parties are the same. And I take that point. The parties are both capitalist systems set up to maintain a capitalist status quo. That is true. So the Mm -hmm. Democrats need to have a fight about in their primaries, ideologically, on college campuses. We need to be discussing this and fighting about it. Right. But that's not to say that the Democrats are the ones – pulling children away from their parents right like yeah i mean trump administration is now or negotiating with a dictator while he builds up his nuclear program anymore mm-hmm. and then acting like it's not a problem or cutting taxes for rich people at such an exorbitant amount that we have to get rid of food stamps for our soldiers which we've done now you know I, like there, there there is yes i get it soda's still bad for you but sprite's way better for you than you know jack and coke so right. that's what we have as our comparison is both these parties are disappointing, yes, but you got to vote Democratic if you actually care about the institutions of democracy at this point. Right. It's I, lo- I always look at it because I, I hate uh, the DNC as it is now. I don't I don't mind their philosophies, especially the ones that they... The DNC hates the DNC. Yeah, right? Uh, but it's, I mean, when I, what I always said throughout the election, like, I didn't want to vote for anybody that was running bernie sanders yes he was the only person i saw eye to eye with and uh but it was that was really it and even then i still had a lot of problems uh with him but regardless it's you got to look at the ones like when you look at their platforms like we we grabbed um and uh we voted in the primary we grabbed the uh, democrat sheet and the republican sheet and it, uh, the like what their st- uh, platform was for um, as the uh, the Republican uh, entire platform for the party and the uh, same with the Democrats. And if the wording was aggressive and was um, showed of the taking away of this, taking away of that, of just mm-hmm. killing something while the Democratic wording was an uplifting one. And, that, and they were it wasn't like a. I mean, it was obviously partisan, but um, it, what am I trying to say? It just went to show that there was one, anything on the Republican sheet was to keep things, um, if not to put the the same or to push them back. The Democratic one was progressive in the most literal sense. 
there is some uh, classic uh, historical reminiscence of that. Like mm-hmm. the idea of, I mean, it's, since LBJ signed the Civil Rights Act, that's pretty much been that way. That the Democratic Party represents progressive values, while the mm-hmm. Republican Party has represented conservative values. Now, conservatism and fascism are nowhere near the same thing, and now Republicans are just standing right. idly by and letting a fascist take over their party. Um, I'm still not anywhere close to a conservative. Ten, fifteen years ago, I would have called myself fiscally conservative, but that's before I read any Marx, before mm-hmm. I looked at different economic theories, before I actually studied and read economics. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, what I would tell you is that when it comes to the GOP, they are going to stand by and let this happen. That has just been obvious from everything that we've seen. Mm-hmm. And as long as that's the case, you got to vote Democrat. Do you, now, do I think we should have this battle, you know, four years, eight years from now when we get the specter of fascism off the continent of North America? Yes. Mm-hmm. But right now is not the time to be arguing purity. Right now is the time to be arguing purity in the primaries and then uniting behind whoever is left of Trump in the general. Right. You know, I, I would be telling you if you lived in a deep red district and it was like a runoff like California, vote for the more center Republican. I would campaign for that guy, even if I disagreed with him. And it's probably a guy. It's just a Republican. Yeah. But I would I would campaign for them because right now we got to do whatever we can to halt the Trump agenda mm-hmm. because we're looking at not the end of an era or the end of an ideology, but the end of the country as we know it. If we, if we continue down this path the way we're going at the speed we are. Right. And what I was looking for earlier was it, it the Democrats' platform is just – the word I would describe it as compassion – when did compassion oh, yeah. go away? Like, the, like I mean, perfect, terrible fucking example of, you know, the concentration camp of children we have running. Dude, like, think it just shut down outside Austin. Uh, like, but uh, there's another one that was in McAllen, Texas right now. Uh, and then I don't yeah, remember where the other ones Saturday are. To McAllen. Yeah. You are oh, right on, man. Um, yeah. But when did... I mean, I, I don't want to pull the cynical answer with that, but I can't not. It's it's money is what it really. It's greed, money, and they're just not. They're supervillains in a sense. Like when did compassion exit the Republican Party? I don't remember. I mean, if, I, I mean, what fucking Reagan and Bush were trying to out. I love immigrants each other back in the eighties. What, what what the hell happened to that? Well, see, I think that compassion was always a trait that was allowed in conservative circles, even if it wasn't promoted as a reason for doing policy, right? Mm-hmm. So they didn't justify making new policy based off compassion. But they also didn't completely get rid of, exclude uh, compassion from their thought process. So they wouldn't have wrote a new law because of compassionate. They'd write a new law to save money. But they might vote for a law that's compassionate. It doesn't cost any more money. It is white supremacy that has made this okay. Right. It's the idea that white Anglo-Saxon individuals, especially men, are better than anyone else in the world, which all you need to do is spend five minutes with anyone who studied genetics to know that's not true. Dude. I mean, fuck, all you need to do is spend five minutes looking at Dwayne The Rock Johnson yeah, compared and... to me, and you'll know that that's not true. <laughs> I, I, visit I, any I, island I, country or just Africa as a whole, and you will know that white people are not the master race just, by any means. white people who are claiming to be the superior race, and it's yeah. guys wearing fedoras to people without teeth. So I, 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 it's ridiculous, <laughs> but because this has become mainstream, um, 
that's what's allowing them to justify this. Now, you've noticed that there was actually a lot of Republican pushback on this child thing, which is why Trump gave up on it, or mm-hmm. at least temporarily gave up on it. I, I think that we'll be back to it in 20 days, but... Um, but they didn't but rally behind it. Fuck, fuck no, their words. Afraid. Like, yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying here. Like, if they actually had compassion and cared about their fellow man, their the tired horror or the tired poor and huddled masses kind of aspect of humanity, like they would be like every Democrat. Well, not every, but a lot of Democrats have and mayors. At my, like our mayor went down. There. I don't know if Dallas went down there at all, but uh, are, have visited these detentions. Sorry, concentration camps uh, of children. Yeah. And um, where have the Republicans been on this? So, like they'll say their thoughts and prayers horse shit because that's all it's worth. And it's actually worth less than that because manure is, you know, valuable. (laughs) Their thoughts and prayers are worth less than shit. It's it's white supremacy that affects the base this way, right? What affects the political class is politics. I mean, in the classic sense of the word, political capital. Because Reagan also did an assault weapons ban after he was shot at. And got plenty of Republicans to vote for it. And now, and I don't think that... People like Susan Collins and John McCain, and the majority of Republicans like seeing kids get shut up. I don't think they like seeing kids in cages. I don't think they think they like seeing a president attack the FBI director. Mm-hmm. I don't think they like any of this. But the question is, is how much political capital am I willing to lose, including my seat, in order to stand up to it? And their calculation so far has been, all this isn't worth losing my seat over. Right. Or putting Democrats in power. I mean, I get it. I, I am shocked that we didn't see more people switch parties. We did right? for, former, yeah. for former people, but there was not a huge shift, even like there was with Clinton with a lot of center Democrats to the Republican Party. The Republicans are stuck together through this, and if there's one thing I can congratulate them through, it's it's their ability to stay on message. They stick together, um, even when they shouldn't, which is now the prime example of that. I just, yeah, like, I, I have no hope for them. I, I really don't, like... <laughs> And I don't have a lot of hope for the Democrats, honestly. I think we might take the Senate, but I don't think anything would happen after that. And I think Donald Trump will get elected again. Okay, I think like what I mean because of the the Supreme Court justices right there. You don't think we'll take the Senate? I thought it was the other yeah, way around. No. Was, oh, we have, we're more no, in favor. No, 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 oh, no. okay. I flipped that. We, then. We're more in favor to win the House. We're we're up with almost a twenty-eight guaranteed seats win right mm-hmm. now on most poll listers, and we need like twenty-three. Oh, right on. Um, or twenty-four, and we're probably going to take the House. It's the Senate that's harder to take, um, especially with sixty votes, which is what you need for impeachment. I don't want Mitch There's McConnell. just no way we can get it. Uh huh. So no, I think the president will. I think Democrats will probably take the House. I think they'll impeach him. I think he'll be found not guilty in the Senate, and I think he'll run as a formerly impeached president in 2020, um, like Clinton would have done if it would have happened in his first term. But I, I don't think he'll win unless the Democrats manage to put up another Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton really was, particularly if you're Donald Trump, the flawed candidate, mm-hmm. uh, because he ran on the whole outsider image. <laughs> if they don't, as long as they don't run another dynasty person, Elizabeth Warren can say, I've been in Washington for six years, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't worry about it. I I, I have my Massachusetts roots. Kamala Harris can say the same thing. I've just got here, really. You know. Yeah. So there is there is that whole outsider thing is gone. That whole 
Clinton cartel bullshit that they had going on on the right can't be used. Now, will they find some way to try to undermine whoever the candidate is? Sure. But I think Hillary Clinton was particularly flawed against oh. somebody who's a bully like Donald Trump. Absolutely. And I think somebody who punches back also will do a lot better. I think if you see a Harris or a Warren or a mm -hmm. Sanders and they're fighting back in those debates and not acting like they're better than the other person, because that's what Hillary Clinton did. She tried to play to all our better humanities and be like, well, obviously she's the better choice. Right. And win that way. And that was not what American people She wanted. was the they lesser of two evils. Yeah. Yeah, she wasn't the yeah, better and that's choice. Not, that's not how you win. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, 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 well, and, you know, I, I have a very complicated opinion of Hillary Clinton, having yeah, worked for her and, and read a lot of her books and, and, I'm with and you. personally being against a lot of her policies. But I think that she would have been ten times the president of oh, Donald Trump. Oh, that goes without saying. You like, know? it's this isn't turning into at all a Hillary Clinton stroke, but it is definitely the case because dynasty or not, corrupt or not, like whatever skeletons and you know alleged. <laughs> What was it? Uh, child uh, dungeons? <laughs> what? Your pizza dungeons and her emails. Her emails? No, I'm, no, I was talking about Pizzagate. Um, go somewhere yeah, where you're not dungeons. breaking up. Go inside. Yeah. You're oh, cutting okay. out. Go inside. I'm walking in. uh, okay. But no, like she would have been absolutely fine. But like, yeah, I just I pray to God that nobody. Like who could there? I'm not. I don't want to get into who could, but like, there has got to be some way. Because there's got to be some game plan here, because like we keep saying, like the Democrats are gonna lose and we're gonna lose the country if we don't keep if because they keep going for the status quo. Is nobody told them that they're like not doing a good job have they do they realize that like the people that are the head of the dnc that are in charge of you know decide who they vet who they want to run in which states blah 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 have has no I one mean, told them hey look go this way and stop catering to all these other assholes you know what i mean i i I, I think that, yeah, I mean, the base uh, on the left has definitely been shouting that for years. But they've been shouting yeah, it. So has their leaders that. been listening? Like, and it's a matter no. of, like, no. because no. it's, no. you know what I mean? No. Like, because it there's not an, uh, Cort uh, Cortez, is that her last name? I keep, I hope I was saying it right earlier. Uh, or what was her, the girl that just Cassio won? Cortez? Cortez, yeah. Cassio, we don't, there's Cassio not, Cassio Cortez. Cortez. Um, there's not one of those in every single district and state. Like there are a record number of women running, thank Christ. But they're like, there's just not one of those progressive Beto O'Rourke's and all the of like in every single place that can actually pull this out of their hat. I mean, Beto might even lose. Like we, I, I, I don't think he I, will. Yeah, not to be the bearer of bad news. I, I think he will lose. I, I, I think it'll be closer than it's been in a lot of races. Mm, I, I think if we'll he be, ever we'll gets be. him into a debate, once it gets closer, there'll be so much hype with the fact that Ted Cruz might go away. I don't know. <laughs> like that's that's what I'm kind of banking on. Like with him a little bit is just because uh, people hate Ted Cruz, and now the they the, his uh, colleagues in Congress or the Senate don't. Uh, you know, hate him as much as they want to keep him. Um, but because of what his vote will mean, but still like Pete, 
did, Texas hates that guy, I think. At least a lot of people think he's gross. Everybody well, thinks he's we'll gross. See. I mean, I'll buy you a beer if he wins, for sure. I'll buy you a I whole will, beer. But absolutely. I, I, either way, I, to answer your original question, um, I mean, I don't even remember I, what no, it was. I don't think the DNC, the, uh, the DNC oh, yeah. isn't listening to, uh, they're listening to their donors. I mean, that that's the thing. And I'm not, I'm not begrudging them that fact. You've got to mm-hmm. listen to your donors in the current system that we have. Uh, I think that we could definitely do more small but do you? donations and we could be doing a 50 state strategy at the moment. Sure. But you've got a new leader in Cassio there. Cortez, pushed... did she have a shit ton of big donors or did she pull a Bernie Sanders? Yeah. Same no. with Beto. No. Yeah. yeah, it was it was like seventy five percent single dollar donors, and she had mm-hmm. left me three hundred thousand dollars in her award. Yeah, there you so, go. You know, I don't get me wrong; it can be done. Uh, once again, I don't want to sound like a pessimist, but I, I understand them listening to their donors, and that's the only system that they've had for thirty years. But they know something's going wrong. How can you look at thirty state houses that are in Republican control? Mm-hmm. The House, the Senate the presidency, all going to the Republican Party when a majority of Americans aren't voting Republican and we're still losing. Yeah, they understand that we're in crisis mode. I just don't think that they know the solution to it. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of older members of the party certainly are advocating for that Clinton-style move to the middle. You know, let's pick up some of those people who don't really like Trump, but they don't want to vote for a leftist. Yeah. Um, but I think that also that's been proven that you can go out and – get just as many young kids that weren't going to vote in the first place, get just as many Latinos, get just as many uh, African-Americans, get just as many women who aren't going to vote. And if you get them fired up and ready and ready to go and get them actually registered and get them out to the voting booth, we can win that way too. And that's the more preferable way because I don't want big dollars, even if I agree with them, even though I love Planned Parenthood, it's a great organization, and you should donate. even though I love LCV, the League of Conservation Voters, even though – you know, I love Emily's List. These are great organizations that do great things, and I and I appreciate everything they do. But I would rather live in a society where they had no say over our politics because no special interest did than the one that we live in now. Mm-hmm. And until that stops, I don't think the parties are ever going to get away from big donors being a priority. Does that mean that they could still move to small donors as a secondary priority or even the main one? Sure, sure. But you're going to have to see some real deep de- change at the DNC's leadership to do that, or a complete change of heart and tactics. Uh, I certainly don't think it's past them. <laughs> I don't think it's the people running the DNC are bad people. I think that they believe that the center left is how you win state houses and Congress seats and the presidency. But it seems the last 30 years have proven that wrong. So right. Maybe it's time for a new philosophy. Yeah, that's what the original title of this 4th of July episode was going to be, is this America's year for change? And maybe, but only if we want it, you know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, that's probably, that's probably the the main point that we're getting from this conversation. mm -hmm. It could go really horrible. Yeah. Or it could get better slowly and get way better in in two more years, but we're going to have to all fight for it. Right. This is not the time to sit back and and rest on your laurels or, or vote third party. This is the time to get out there and fight for the very pillars of our democracy and our republic, which the only way you can do that is by checking the name next to a D next election. Yeah. And the one in 2020. And getting all your friends to be registered. All you have to do is, like, 
text vote or to or something like that to <laughs> some random number or just go to literally just type in how to register to vote to any search engine alta vista ask jeeves uh ask the jeeves. ask jeeves is is that still active i'm gonna look at that later uh aj.com is it oh it is oh that's right yeah. uh you know whatever uh search type engine you just type it in there it will know, not come up in bing com. Bing does not let you register to vote at all. No, <laughs> that's that just, I please don't uh, kill us. Uh, what's your name? What's his name? Uh, who's Microsoft guy? Bill Gates. Bill Gates. Why do I forget his name? Uh, because this is the, this is the, this is I know right. This is one of those things with somebody uh, like. I don't know what I was watching it on, but said, you know, shit's bad in politics when I know the press secretary's name, when I know the communications director's name, I have no fucking idea who Josh Ernest was like back in the day. Like I know that because I only know that by, yeah, you did. But like, I know his name now because I know him as the last decent person to occupy that podium ever and now like now i know who sarah huckabee oh, sanders is i thought you were a big spicer fan. right i know oh god now god that guy uh oh sean spicer or her getting kicked out of that restaurant oh man i don't know like, we don't got time for that no i don't want any of that I, I would i would love to talk about it to be honest but we, we don't have time no absolutely sure. not yeah the best uh, thing well, we can I, do yeah we that's and that's the thing like you have to want this you have to fight you like metaphorically take up your arms in the form of your feet and walk to your goddamn polling station anywhere and just vote because we're like you are in the beginning stages you were of fascism of hitler of stalin of like it's of mussolini you love that disagree with you because yeah we have got to get some minds change those hearts and minds i'm not not saying go to the crazy uncle no that's useless honestly it's useless benghazi bullshit i I'm saying go to those people who don't like politics. Saying, oh, I don't yes, know, I don't know. exactly. Talk to those people. Tell them why it's important. Tell because them this does remind you of 1930s Germany. We don't Let need to talk. This is a time for them to stand up. We don't need to talk to anybody that has already said, you know, well, it's the law and they shouldn't just have come into this country and they wouldn't have been separated right. from their children. That Those people are a lost cause. I'm sorry, my uncle and several other people's uncles. And I want to know where the stereotype came from from that it was an uncle by the way uh but it's usually an uncle that's the problem oh yeah it's always drunken drunk uncles yeah drunk uncle yeah i think that's what it's drunk racist uncle and yeah they're a lost cause so talk to your friends register to vote you know you don't have to pay attention to politics all the time but for christ's sake just like go vote for something <laughs> not american idol and not for listen, listen whatever else i don't even like, think it's uh, on anymore america the podcast yeah listen to programs like america the podcast listen to programs like the figures and drinkers mm-hmm. news report you know stuff like that yeah get, get, yeah, get your news sources get your info ready for your mental battles yeah and you know talk to people 
Uh, I am a big believer in civil disobedience. You got to chain yourself up to uh, a nice detention center. You got to mm-hmm. block an entryway. You know, it's misdemeanor charges. It sucks. Trust me, there'll be lawyers there at the protest who will help you out. Just don't harm um, anybody, and you're fine. The bigger one. Yeah. Like I they, mean, we had to do civil awesome. disobedience to, you know, rid ourselves allegedly of nukes. We had to do it. Oh, um, also, and today, uh, the day we're recording is the anniversary of the Stonewall riots. Wow, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Well. Yeah, and so you know, um, uh, break laws do get stuff. Yeah, so break laws. So happy Fourth of July. Rule of uh, this whole episode was um, go vote. Tell your friends to vote. Uh, talk to your friends and family. Um, do civil disobedience and gay stuff. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday, America, and happy birthday to our host, Thebadias A. Stard of the New England Stards, embodiment of America. Good night. It's America, the podcast.